Okay, guys. <laughs> Sorry, it's not funny. It's a national day of mourning. My apologies. <sighs> Welcome to a new episode of What She Ought About. I'm devastated. Otherwise known as Mitzi. And I'm Kat. And I'm tickled, actually. Also known as Kat. I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing at the situation, the circumstances which we have found ourselves. On the the fourth day. Is this like the fourth day? I guess this might be considered the third day of sitting Shiva. Because I'm definitely sitting (laughs) Shiva right now. Do you sit Shiva uh, for four days, though? No, you sit Shiva for seven days, actually. I looked this up. Oh, it's a whole week. It's a whole week, and it's for seven days after the loss of an immediate relative, including a spouse. And since I thought of him as a future spouse, I'm sitting Shiva. Oh, God. Okay, guys, you know this this, this <laughs> Oh, this the podcast, pain. <laughs> this podcast no. is, we chat about life and pop culture I have session with one Idris Elba who stabbed me in the heart by proposing to his stupid fringed girlfriend I still remember where I was when I got the news broken to me by your husband by the way (laughs) walk me through it well so, first of all, I was up way earlier than I should be because I had to go to the mechanic. So, at about 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, mm-hmm. I received a message on Instagram that just said, my condolences. And I thought, good God, what has happened? And I go into Instagram, and he has sent me a post from the shade room that Idris Elba had proposed to the fringe. I think that's what I'm going to call her, the fringe. (laughs) On stage before screening of Yardi. I was in the mechanic's office and I screamed, no! No, dear God, no. Stanley, my mechanic, came in and asked me if I was okay. I said I was fine as I curled up on the ground crying. I just... Wait, are you on the ground of the garage? garage well in his office mm-hmm. kind of just rocking back and forth a little he was like are you soothing yourself sure you're okay i'm like i'll be fine, I'll be fine. but i wasn't mm-hmm. fine. i wasn't fine at all i was playing dirges and that song by what was it vesta congratulations <laughs> I thought it would have been me. It's that line right there. I thought it would have been me. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, why? Oh, my God. I just, I cannot believe this. Now, I have taken comfort and solace in the many people who've reached out to offer their condolences. And I thank you for that. I thank you. I thank you all who reached out via email, Twitter, Instagram, text. (laughs) You know, it's times like these when you know who your real friends are. I've received virtual hugs. 
Oh, it's been lovely. Bendito. I'm wearing black because I'm in mourning. Nice. Now, a few things have perked me up a little bit, including uh, Lovey's statement. She was like, oh, please. Like, how many times has he been engaged? The last one only last, you know, the last one, I think he got married and it lasted a year. I was like, oh, she might be temporary. And then, oh, then of course, there's hope that I could be the fourth or the fifth wife. I mean, this was the third one, so maybe it's a pattern. I don't know. Uh, part of me feels I mean, terrible at that point, for wishing would him you Ill, even want? Would you assume that there's something, something wrong, wrong with him? There's <laughs> nothing wrong with him. Never. Okay. Just asking. Just throwing it I out mean, there. I mean, it might have flashed in my brain for a moment, but still. Uh, I mean, am I the only one, like, in my Issa Rays, I'm rooting for the black people, who's actually happy that he's actually with a black woman, like, a clear, like, there's no question that she's... I no. mean, he should be marrying me. I can't get past that no, point. No, I, mean, I can't get past that. And if I could get past that, then yes. Yes, I would be thrilled that he is marrying a black woman. I would be. But if I could only get past the fact that the woman he's marrying is not named Mitzi, but instead named Fringe. Uh, Wait, where did Fringe come from? It's her stupid bangs. Oh. <laughs> okay, you didn't see this. I mean, she finally grew it out or she moved her weave further down or whatever's going on with her hair so that her bangs are like a regular length. But a mere few weeks ago, her fringe was just like way too short and horrific, as we chatted about in our last episode. And I've decided to just call her Fringe. You don't sound like a hater at all. Oh, no, I'm definitely a hater. I'm definitely a hater, for sure. For sure. And maybe, maybe, maybe at some point in time, maybe I'll get over this, but not today. God, it's too soon. It's too soon. <laughs> you sound like a wounded animal. I am. I am. I'm a wounded Mitzi. I'm a wounded Mitzi. Oh, Jesus. I will say that uh, while at the time it was a little bit unhelpful, Unofficial official producer's suggestion that I should cheer up because at least I have my Idris rivals. It was a little too soon at the moment, but... But that's why I curated a special selection of men in various degrees of hotness for different reasons. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. For times like for this very moment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the funny thing is this weekend I was in the presence of at least two... Idris Rivals. Really? Do tell! So, Issa Rae was in New York. Oh, I love her. Doing a sip. Oh, you know, I've not been to one of her A Sip series. I wish. The last time she had one here in LA, I was like traveling or something and I completely missed it. So I was super bummed about that. Well, it was definitely for... I think it was definitely catered or directed for industry people Mm -hmm. um, because she was not answering any questions about herself. In fact, she looked a little annoyed when people would ask questions. Really? Because it wasn't about her. It was about the person who was the guest? Yes. And the guest 
was was no other than our latest was he the latest I Idris think... rival okay I just had a brain fart forgot Michael B. Jordan <laughs> Michael B. Jordan he was our last one yeah yeah <gasps> so Michael B. Jordan was her guest oh, and Michael B. Nice. Jordan is is he as hot in person he if is not hotter sexy AF like really? he's Oh my God! First I mean, all, I've seen it in the pictures. You know when he's biting that lip and he's staring, and you're just like, yeah, "Oh my he, God!" He has that je ne sais quoi that yes. makes the littlest things he does super sexy, sexy. Oh like taking a shot, like smiling, like taking off his jacket. Oh, I saw a that. Question. Someone posted a picture, posted a video of him, like when he got there and he stripped off his jacket. Yeah, and I think that was uh, me. East. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he is yummy though. Like sometimes you see those pictures and he's just like staring right into the camera and he might like have like he's bitten his lip or something or or some of his like Snapchats or Insta story and you're like, Mm -hmm. yes, brother. Yes. Yes. Michael B. Jordan. In addition to Michael B. Jordan being hot, Mm -hmm. Michael B. Jordan is also smart. I love it. He's like grounded. I love it. What did he, did he talk about Black Panther? Did he talk about, like, what did he talk about? Um, first of all, if I wasn't already hyped to see Black Panther, hearing the two of them talk about it, because Issa had seen it at the premiere in LA. So based on her reaction about it. Yeah. And just the two of them made me, I was just like, Wakanda! (laughs) I really wanted to (laughs) see. Right, I'm like, I can't wait. I need to see this movie. Oh my god, like, I cannot they, wait. As if I wasn't already excited, just you know their enthusiasm. <sighs> oh my god. And she so was excited. basically like, Y'all not ready. You think you're ready? <laughs> and you might be a little ready, but you're not ready. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. I love it. Yeah. So and he was he predicted that the Black Panther would just change the whole industry, like shift it. Yeah. I believe it. Because I think people are just so surprised at all of the records. It's already breaking and it hasn't right. even come out yet. Like right. the best, um, the best rated and, um, the most tickets for any pre-sales. In, yeah. Mm-hmm. And pre-orders for any in the Marvel universe, any yeah. in the last yeah. 10 years, because Iron Man came out 10 years ago. That was the first one. Yep, that was the first one. It came out 10 years ago. So in 10 years, the most How did that happen? I don't know. I don't know. I can't believe it's been 10 years myself, but wow. What the f- I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I've got my outfit ready. I've got my head wrap ready. Do you have have an outfit? (laughs) I do. I got a t-shirt as well. So I have my like Princess of Wakanda t-shirt. But then I literally got like this beautiful, like purple dashiki looking dress thing that I've decided to go with. Because obviously I'm going to several screenings, so I need several things to wear. Okay. Um, so yeah, this one has like a lot of purples and mustard yellow and a little bit of green and a couple of other colors in it. And it's super cute. So I think I'm going to go with a mustard yellow head wrap as well. Some bracelets. I don't know if I want some like face jewelry as well, but oh yes, I'm ready. I'm prepared. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait, and I'll be using my movie pass to uh, see it throughout the weekend. Nice, as much as possible. So yeah, they talked about that a little bit, but they mm-hmm. also just talked about he's been in the business for like twenty years. He's l- twenty years. 
Yeah, because he was on the wire when he was, what, like 11 or 10 or something? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I remember him from the wire. Wow. Oh, wow. Look at that one degree of separation from Idris. What's that? Well, Idris was in the wire, too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It all comes back to Idris, doesn't it? (laughs) Love yourself, okay? Love yourself. Move on. Anyway. It's only been three days. I'm still sitting that shiver. I'll finish after the shiver. It's not, I thought you said you're shitting that shiver. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Interesting. I suppose it's like a cleanse. <laughs> Cleansing <laughs> Push him oh, right on Lord. out. And you know what's crazy is, I can't tell you how many people have like further liked that picture that you posted ages ago of him introducing her to uh, Prince Charles. Yeah. All of a sudden, that picture had a resurgence, and more people liking it. I'll be damned. I feel like 2018 that might be our most popular liked picture. liked picture again. Ah, uh, we gotta change that. We gotta change. Interesting. That. Yeah, it might be part of our top nine again. God damn it. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. That's that's ironic. Oh, it really is. It really, really is. Ugh. So what else did they talk about? He talked about his, um, basically how he, when one of the creators or writers knocked on his door, he kind of knew. Like, basically when this guy came, you knew that your character was going to die. And he had been so young and so new that he was so upset. He was, like, crying. Oh, on The Wire? Yeah, when he found out that the, his character was no longer... Part of the cast or right. going to be on the show. Right. But he wow. credits that short-lived impactful character as a reason why he hasn't been like labeled a child actor because it was so brief that you didn't really get a chance to pigeonhole him because he was saying how when people see you as a kid they don't really want you to grow up so you're like stuck and Mm -hmm. kind of like rejected he had a lot of insight he was saying how um afterwards he was like i'm just gonna he tried to get a job at um jack of the box <laughs> and they were like, "Wait, weren't you just in the wire?" And he was like, "Shh, shh, shh." But they told him he was overqualified. Interesting. Yeah. Very yeah. interesting. What else was he in though that he would be in the industry for twenty years? Uh, he was. You mean when he was younger? Yeah. He was on TV. I remember he was on All My Children. <laughs> wow. In um, soaps as well. Yeah, man. He better go ahead. Kid. Um, what else? Apparently, he was on his, he was on um, an episode or, on, of the Cosby Show on Sopranos. Wow. Um, he was in Hardball, and I think that the pivotal role was Wallace in The Wire, because after The Wire, he was on All My Children. Mm-hmm. And then he was um, on Burn, like little TV shows, Law and Order, Burn Notice. Wow. Um, Oh, he was on Friday Night Lights, which I never watched. Yeah, the TV series or the movie? The the series. Oh, okay. Because people love, love, love yeah, that series. They really liked it. Yeah. Aww. And he talked about some of his fails. Um, he was in Chronicle and Red Tails, which are old movies. Well, they're like five years old. Chronicle. I don't recognize Chronicle. Did he talk about Creed at all? 
He talked about Creed because of the writer, I guess. Is the same guy who wrote Fruitvale Station, which I oh. saw. And that's when I was like, oh, this guy's really good. I never saw, I don't think I ever saw Fruitvale Station, but it was not, it was, um, it was nominated during award season, wasn't it? I uh, might have, I think so. The it year that excellent. it came out? It was excellent. It probably. It was what, but it's one of those, and he was explaining what made him decide to take, cause he was saying how his roles or his decision to take roles have to do with his strategy. Hmm. Um, basically he wants each role to be like a stepping stone to his end goal. So he considers Smart. like, is this, yeah. So it's like business, right? When you take a job, is this a lateral move or is this a, you know, upward movement? Right. So he approached it that way, which is why he chose to do certain things, but they failed. Oh. But he took a chance on them. Like that awkward moment, that movie with Zach Efron. I like that movie. <laughs> Did you? Yes. He was saying I how mean... he was trash. He was saying how his friends were like, yo, that movie's trash. I'm it actually... was definitely like an HBO movie. It was, but it wasn't like it wasn't an HBO movie though. It was released. Yeah, it was like a movie movie. Yeah, I remember. Because so that... I remember seeing the commercial for it and thinking, oh, he's trying to step up and be like a leading man. I feel right. like when you're in movies with Zach Efron, that's right? His buddy. Exactly. And then the guy, the other guy, the third guy who was in it, he was the one who was in that drumming movie. He um he was actually his co-star in um the fantastic four as well right he talked about that how that turned into a disaster yeah <laughs> but what he the reason why he wanted to do that was because um the part wasn't written for a black person that's right that's and right so he wanted to take it as a statement kind of like you know these parts don't have to be written mm-hmm. this way in order for you know. Yeah, no, I totally like understand. Article. Because the first iteration of the Fantastic Four, that character was played by um, uh, Chris... Chris... Pine? No, no, no not no. Pine. The one who plays um, uh, Captain America. Yeah, the one with herpes, or not herpes, but he's like, he has like a dirty D. Does he? That was like the rumor. What? <laughs> he's giving, going around giving people like chlamydia. Or Are you serious? Allegedly, I don't. Yeah. You're like, but that was like allegedly. the story behind him. Shut up. Chris I know that. Evans. Chris yes. Evans? <gasps> Chris Evans? You have a dirty D? Let me find out. Shut <laughs> up. But yeah, like the first time that they did the Fantastic Four, he was, he played Blaze or whatever the character's name. And I, oh, remember, I remember when he was cast in this sort of like reboot, um, his co-star in that movie, That Awkward Moment, he played the doctor, Ian something or whatever, who who could stretch. And then mm. he played, like, the fire guy. It didn't do very well, though. No, and he talked about that. He's like, you know, some I made some decisions based on where I wanted to be, and, you know, some of them didn't work out well, and he did mention that awkward moment. Mm-hmm. Although he did shout out his friends, Zach Efron. He's like, those guys are cool, but that movie, you know, my friends went to see it and they were like, yeah. It was wasn't trash. the greatest. It really wasn't. It probably was like an HBO Sunday afternoon movie. It probably shouldn't have had like a wide release or something. Could have been like on Netflix or Amazon. But it's mm-hmm. okay. It's okay. It wasn't horrible. It probably just didn't do what they expected it to do at the box office. Right. Did he mention anything about like getting death threats or anything like that for um that Fantastic Four? He did not. Hmm. Did you hear something about that? Well, it was just like a lot of people were not happy about that. 
mm-hmm. not happy about his casting, which, of course, is ridiculous. It's like the same thing with, like, say, Hermione Granger being played by a black woman in the play that is being done right now in the UK. Like people weren't about ha- Harry Potter. Yeah, exactly. People weren't happy about that as well. And it was like in, and I think the, the author who I'm blanking on her name right now, I don't know why. Um, I love her actually. She makes poignant. And she's commentary. great on Twitter. Exactly. On Twitter. on Twitter. Why am I blanking? What's her in name? it? JK Rowling. Yeah. JK Rowling. I wanted to say JJ Abrams, which I'm like, that's not right at all. But she said that, you know, like when you read the description of Hermione, it talks about like curly hair and something else, but that's just a description. And she was like, I'm perfectly okay with this. I am happy with this. And it's like, why can't these things be reimagined? You know what I mean? So, um, but I, I know, I do imagine quite a few. She was also really happy, not really happy, but she was like, Someone asked her if she had been reading the hashtag Black Hogwarts, Hogwarts on Twitter. And she was like, I'm reading them and I'm absolutely loving them. Loving them. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I didn't cool. realize that was a thing. That, oh my God, those, yo, Black Twitter is the best. That hashtag had me crying. Literally on the streets, laughing out loud as I'm reading some of these, uh, these t- about black Hogwarts, how the sorting hat was a do rag, and somebody was like, "Who put Hennessy in like the Quidditch cup?" <laughs> somebody put Hennessy in the Twitch cup. Oh my god! And just oh some of god. the gifts that they attached, you know, like that times um, Hagrid brought a snake into into the classroom or whatever it was into the classroom and they just have like those classic black gifts like mm, no I don't think so it was mm-hmm. it was hilarious you, you gotta go back and look at some of them they cracked me up love it love it mm-hmm. love it twinkle, look, oh, twinkle. did he talk more about like Black Panther and filming it and what it was like filming with Ryan Coogler and the rest of the cast. I mean, it's so funny. I read something today that said the only two white people in Black Panther are Andy Serkis, who played Gollum. And I can't remember the other guy's name, but he played a hobbit. So basically, they're the two Tolkien white guys. <laughs> Tolkien. <laughs> As in token. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the author. So funny. I thought it was funny. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I get it. I get it. He talked about the impact mm-hmm. that he feels the movie's going to have. He talked about the relationship or the gap between African Americans and Africans in Africa narrowing mm. um, because this movie will kind of give you a different approach, not a different approach, but a different view of what the continent of Africa is like and what the people of Africa are like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that he thinks this movie is going to bridge the gap between or the distance between the two interesting yeah and I was talking about I mean that I was talking with um, a co-worker who's African African her well her parents are Nigerian born okay and she grew up here mm-hmm. and she was like you know now they want to be cool with us and you know we had to deal with all rip all the ridicule 
of being African and being called African booty snatchers. And I was like, uh, girl, you're singing, you're singing to the choir. I, I know like, you are definitely preaching cool. to the it choir. Only, yeah. It was only recently cool to be Haitian. Yeah. And, I, and that was like when white Clef came out, maybe the Fugees. And even right. so they weren't even trying to say that white Clef was Haitian. They were trying to, I'll never forget that. They were like, no, he's Jamaican. He's not Haitian. Mm. But yeah, yeah, it's but only like, no, been, yeah, exactly. Haitian. I know. <laughs> the Haitian one, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely so. recent. Like I actually I still remember that um that march that everybody mm-hmm. went to when it was like, Oh yeah, you know, Haitians are the ones they all they're the ones that all have AIDS. Yeah. I just yeah, so definitely preaching to the choir there for sure. And I was just like if you think about how we're presented to mainstream America, the world, like we're not told what it's like, like day in, day out about living in Africa. We're mm-hmm. just told about the poverty. You're of just course. told about the poverty of Haiti, the disease of Haiti. Of course. You know, it's kind of like you forget that these cultures have existed for centuries before some European cultures. And I was like, you know, you oh, can't yeah, absolutely we can't dwell in that because I think that that was deliberately done to create a divide so that we didn't feel a kinship mm-hmm. to the very country we were stolen from. Mm-hmm. Because imagine if we did and imagine what we could do. Imagine. So, so true. basically, yeah, I'm like, Oh my God, I can't wait. But he also talked about it in a Hollywood sense. Like, you know, this is a, mm-hmm. a black cast. It's mm-hmm. a, um, a movie that's uh, based on black people. And it's already doing well. Like you said, it's breaking records. So he right. was like, what it's going to do is change how these films now or these projects that are being introduced now are viewed. Yes. You know, it's like, and then it's also going to change. Oh, wait, who's behind Marvel? Is it Warner Brothers? Marvel is Disney. Okay. So now it's like, well, Disney did this and made this much money off of this black um you know, this black movie. This well, black see, film. but that's the thing. I don't even know if it's being considered as a black film or black movie because a lot of people, no one's, I mean, obviously it's called Black Panther, but right. you know how whenever there's a predominantly black cast, it's like, oh, this black movie is doing this and this black movie is doing that. Everyone's just referring to it as a Marvel movie and it's part of right. the Marvel universe and it's, you know, it's kicking ass, taking names. But that's it. And that's the thing that drives me nuts when a movie is called a black movie. We don't call a movie with a white, uh, predominantly white cast a white movie. A white movie. It's just right. a movie. Right. And mm. so they should all be that way. So, but yeah, I totally, I totally believe that. And I love the people who are just like, wow, why is this doing so well? And there's so many pre-order tickets and there's so, I'm like, okay. Cause why you, is it doing so well? Yes. Okay. For because years you like withheld. <laughs> a certain content from a whole group of people. Right. And now you're surprised that they're showing shown. up. Yeah. Come and on now, now you show them kicking ass. The women are badass. Taking names. Yo, I want to be a Dora Milje or however you pronounce it so bad. Yeah. Them and I'm girls like, and you, you don't think I'm like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> so I went to go rock. see the shape of water and I went to go, I uh. went to Brooklyn Academy of music, which is like more of a she, she, frou movie theater. Sure. And the audience was predominantly white. Mm-hmm. It was like maybe a couple of African-American people sprinkled here or there mm-hmm. or minorities, like sure. Indian, Asian. And the preview for Black Panther comes on. And, you know, mm. at some point they drop the beat and they're playing the song and yeah. you can't help but like bop to it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, it's taking everything in me 
to like not be like yes <laughs> and so then the, oh i never the, stifle the, myself i know i will be that people, black chick talking to <laughs> the people sitting next to me was a girl and i think it was her mom or older woman and you could hear like bits of their conversation she's like yeah i don't know oh is that a marvel that's a marvel oh i don't know black panther i'm not really sure girl i took everything in me not to stand up and be like for wakanda <laughs> wakanda forever <laughs> Right. You better recognize. Mind you, right after that, they played a preview for the Island of Dogs, which is like, Ugh, I think it's like a stop animation. Yeah, it's, it looks Yo, you saw the chatter yeah. and the buzz afterwards. Like, Are you oh, kidding? Oh my God. Yo, Girl? did you watch that trailer? It is. It of looks ridiculous. First of all, yeah, yeah. I don't see the point of having it in Japan the or boy based in speaks. Japan. Yeah, exactly. Right. And he speaks Japanese, but no one else does. But the dogs yeah. speak English. It's just, it's, Ugh, that guy, for the most part, I think it's Paul Anderson. Most of his movies I do not like, except for the one that was about the hotel. Oh, the, the Re- Marigold Hotel? No, not the Marigold No, um, um, with the, the Indian Grand, guy? The Grand Budapest the Grand, Hotel. Yeah, the Grand Budapest Hotel. I like hotel. the Grand Budapest Hotel. Other than that, the rest of his movies are like garbage. I can't believe there was more reaction to the Isle of Dogs than yes, there was to neither could I. And I, I also, at the end of Isle of Dogs, wanted to sing... Wanted to sing, wanted to yell, Wakanda! <laughs> Black Panther! I usually, usually, you know how there's that like empty silent space in between trailers, like when it, when it ends, when I really can't stand it, I chupe as loud as I can. <laughs> I'm usually like, mmm. I did see a black girl like in a row ahead of me mm-hmm. and she was hype also. She was high fiving her white friends. I guess right. she put them on. <laughs> and they were I was like, Well, some people are excited, even though these fools don't know. Here's I'm the like, thing. Are you kidding me? Because you mentioned it the other day where one of on, on one of our other podcasts about whether or not like we would still like what if Oh yeah, Panthers <laughs> black. Black. Or meme. You know what I mean? Like so, if Black Panther is trash, are we still gonna support it? And everybody's like, I'm like uh, yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was yeah. thinking the same damn thing. You damn straight. Because I'm talking about, I was like, I'm gonna be using my movie pass for the next like two weeks to watch that movie as much as possible. Get right. that box office. But it it turns out it sounds like it's actually good. That's what I'm hearing too. Like so everything that I've seen, all the bullshit. people who've actually seen it, like they're, I mean, and yeah, exactly. That they're hopefully not hyping it, but I mean, the trailer. Obviously, you can you can't always go by the trailer. I know that. But yeah. The trailer looks like badass, and even if it's just for the action sequences, I think it's gonna be amazing. Just so. to see a movie poster with that many black faces on it. I know. Yo, it's so dope. Especially when you're in the movie theater and you see not only just the poster, but then you also see like the whole standees that they do, where it's like 3D. Yo, I wanted to cart one of those things out of there. Amazing. As it is, I'm like, should I head down to the movie theater and see what they're doing with these posters right now? Because they Mm -hmm. don't usually keep, like when the movie comes out, they're Mm -hmm. done with them. And now it's okay, on to the next film that's coming because this one's in theaters. So right. around now is when they're getting rid of it. I'm like, okay. Fine. Oh, really? Yeah. And if not, I'm like, who do I know at Marvel? Who do I know over there who can get me some damn posters? Who do you know at Disney or Marvel? Exactly. So I can I want get one. on it and get there. Well, you know what? Let's talk about The Shape of Water. What did you think? I thought it was beautiful. I I officially love Guillermo del Toro. Right. 
I mean, you I had you me like at Pan's Lamorous all those years ago. Yeah, you, I know you definitely like him. But did you see what I meant about the, uh, the black male character and how I just didn't think it was germane to the plot at all? It was just not necessary. What I didn't like about it was the fact that, okay, the whole time she's mentioning her husband, she's talking about how lazy he is. He's lazy. He's lazy. He doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. He's dumb. He's this, blah, blah, blah. And then when they actually finally show him, the one scene that they actually show him in, he's emasculated in his own home. Like, first of all, he's he doesn't go pick up the door. He, like, lets this man barge in, yell at his wife. The man screams at him to sit down. And he's, he just sits down in his own home, lets this guy browbeat his wife. And then when she leaves, it's, it's up to her to actually do something. And he's trying to tell her like, no, I'm not going to do this. And I just, to me, it just wasn't necessary because I know that a lot of people go to the movies and sometimes that's their only experience with someone who's a person of color. This is the only depiction that they see. Or this is the only exposure. And it, to me, it just wasn't necessary to this this Grinding Nemo movie. This fish love story. <laughs> grinding Nemo. I saw OMG. that the other day and it, I thought it was hilarious. That is priceless. <laughs> I forgot I mean, who I called think, it that. I wouldn't think that much into it. I mean, the guy barged into his house because he's a bad guy. And if you think about the climate of the time frame, they all cow tongue to the racist I know. White and it was, I get that it. They work with. It was like 1930s he, Baltimore. I get it. He had that smelly just, hand. And in, yeah. in regards of her complaining about her lazy husband, I don't, like, I didn't see black. I just, in my mind, I thought, yes, girl, all, no matter the generation, no matter the color, these menses, <laughs> they be. Are terrible. I don't know. I mean, if you could, you could make a point for the, the way you see it, mm-hmm. but I didn't, that wasn't my first jump, like, go through. Like, the guy was scary. He had, mm-hmm. Pussy, smelly fingers. It's gross. He was like, this is where it's at. Like, she, it was her friend, so she was more vested. Right. And of all that talking and bitching, complaining about her husband, I'm glad we got to see him, mm. um, even though it was brief. But he lived up to everything she said about him. She, he sure. definitely did. He definitely she, did. It, I just thought, ugh, there was no need for it. I just didn't think it was necessary, is my problem. I just don't think it added anything to, to the film. But it was a little levity, like when she complained about him. Because, you know, we bitch about our husbands. I always call him MF or whatever. Mm. But you don't really mean it. Like, it is what it is. Right. So that's what I got from it. Because, you know, just a normal bitch sesh (laughs) about your significant other who's kind of a moron sometimes. (laughs) And does the things that you're just like, really? Did you just do that? Did you really? Exactly. My God. Yeah. What else have you seen? Because I just went to see one of the things that I saw uh, recently was Den of Thieves <laughs> with Gerard Butler and 50 Cent. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> this woman at my job is like, you should. I was like, yeah, I'm going to see a movie. She's like, you should see Den of Thieves. Yo, like, you know yeah, what? No, it was I'm so much not. better than you think it's going to be. It was but were your expectations super low? I guess they were kind of low. But, you know, first of all, I went for Pablo, who looked hot as hell in this movie. Pablo Shriver, who plays Pornstash on Orange is the New Black. Do you think he no, looks sorry. hot in this movie? Pablo Shriver. Is it Shriver? Shri- Shriver. Yeah, Shriver. So, yeah, because he's his half-brother. Um, 
I thought he looked hot in this movie. My favorite part is when he's shooting off this gun in a wife beater and he has to like hold his arm because the gun's just going off. It's a lot of shooting. It was great. I loved it. It was a romp. You, you liked crank. You liked crank. I did like crank. <laughs> so. But that's uh, also because I like Jason Statham. But this Pablo fella is whose brother? Liev Schreiber. Oh, really? Yeah, this is his, uh, this is his half brother. And his name is Pablo? I know. <laughs> I don't get the differences. I think it might be, uh, because of their different moms. That could be the, uh, the reason for the, the, the name disparity, if you will. Where one is completely different than the other. Ooh. Um, interesting. But, uh, yeah, they're half brothers. But his brother got that hot gene. Sorry. I'm looking oh, at pictures yes. of him in a suit from the movie. Well, he Pablo definitely looks or... better than... Right. Oh. He definitely looks more swole and more cleaned up than porn stash. Oh, for sure. No, it's... But I was Liev, looking at um, other pictures of him, of Pablo, and frankly, he do not always look hot at all. Right. I like his brother. At all. Yeah. So, but yeah, Liam's, Liam's a hottie too. I quite like him. So, Den of Thieves. I'm telling you, it was so much better than I expected. I really enjoyed it. In fact, I kind of want to go see it again. You know who else was really good in it? Uh, Ice Cube's son. Shay. Yeah. O'Shea. Shay. O'Shea Jackson. Or Shay Jackson, whatever his name is. Uh, O'Shea. Was, yep, he was really good in it. 50 Cent didn't have much to say. He just, you know, walked around being all menacing. You know, mouth open, because, you know, he's a little bit of a mouth breather. But oh, um, so he wasn't like the main. No. Oh, that's good. No, no, no. I he wasn't it was, the main. Like, yeah, his movie. No, no, no. It was more Gerard Butler. Who, my God, he looks rough. Yeah. He is not do. He is not aging well. Let me tell you, he's a long way from three hundred. A very long way. How long ago was that? I know, but like, it was like two thousand seven, maybe. Two thousand six. But yeah, yeah, a long way away. And then they kept taking, he kept taking his shirt off. I was like, no, sir. No, sir. I'm going to ask <laughs> please, you to put that please. right back on, please. Please yes. return that vest mount onto your body. Please. <laughs> please Thank go you. ahead and just put that back on. My God. Oh, Chloe Kim just won a gold medal in the Olympics snowboarding. Oh, cool. Nice. She's Very 17. cool. 17? Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. I haven't she watched could've... as much of the uh, Olympics as I would have liked. I like the boarding stuff. I miss the opening ceremony, and that's usually my favorite part as they go through all the countries. I've been right. a official, unofficial official producer, Peps and I, have been obsessed with this thing where you have to name all 197 countries in 15 minutes. Why? Why? I don't know. We've been obsessed with it. Obsessed. And I've finally gotten to 177 out of 197, which I think is pretty good. But um, Mm -hmm. I thought watching the opening ceremony of the Olympics would help me out to just like remember some of them. (sighs) But I miss. Yeah, that's a hard pass for me. (laughs) It's funny how many you remember. Yeah, I'm gonna. um, I probably should do it because my memory's trash. But nope. It took me a while to do the 50 states. Which I'm a little embarrassed about. <laughs> but um, I finally got all 50. Then I won't mention. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. Moving right I along. I saw Mudbound. Oh, how was it? Sad Negro story. Mm. See, that's why I, I cried. 
I don't want to see it. I'm not ready to cry. This is why I stick to the Den of Thieves and Jumanji. So I can laugh and just be hyped on the edge of my seat. I don't want any more sad black movies. I don't want to watch them right now. I, just I can't mean, do this it. one doesn't stay like it. I mean, I don't know. I can't really give too much away. Right. But, um, it's just when you think about like what people had to endure. I know. So much. It's, it's it more makes you mad than anything. Well, yeah. Have you ever seen um? Did you ever see the James Baldwin one? I am not your Negro. No. Oh my God, yo! Because that one is like full of footage and him, t- you know, and him talking and stuff. Yo, I went to see this movie in some art house theater house, and I was so mad. <laughs> like it was radiating off of me and i'm looking mm-hmm. around at the white folks in the screen and it was like mm-hmm, your people right. y'all did this yo i came out so hot so hot like at the edge of my seat hot watching it oh mm-hmm. god just awful so i haven't i haven't been able to like get myself to like see a movie like mudbound but with mary j blige is as great as her uh nomination before I answer that, I'd just mm. like to preface it with, I love Mary. I love her story. I appreciate her struggle. Mm-hmm. But no. Really? <laughs> Interesting. And then what I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate is like the lack of attention to detail in movies like costume and things mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. there's a scene at some point, they're supposed to be like in the rural south in Mississippi. They're sharecroppers mm-hmm. or whatever. And then they pant her hands while she's mixing herbs. And she has a fresh, nude, acrylic manicure. <laughs> Mind you, terrible. her husband hurt himself. So she was out there in the field. Helping. Turning the, churning the land or whatever it's called. <laughs> turning the earth and churning the land. She working harder because her husband was laid up and she her nails look better than mine Ridiculous. i was so i was like what the friggle i was pissed <laughs> that did me in i was like no oh, i mean no. she was good but mm-hmm. and that's like is that like her first acting thing i think she did a good job yeah, I don't, I'm They're trying to mis- think if she's done anything else that is notable. I I didn't even realize that she was into acting. So it might, you know, she might have done like a couple of smaller roles here or there. I don't know. Or like musical. She did like some, I think she did some like, no, maybe not. Maybe she didn't do acting. Maybe she just did like sound, songs. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, she was okay. Her act, you know, they're in the they're in Mississippi. She's the only one without the accent, the southern accent. Oh, interesting. And then the nail thing, but you know, I wanted to support, but it's like one of those things. It's like, right? Well, she's been in. Oh, look at that! She's been in other stuff. She was in I Can Do Bad All by Myself, apparently. Mm. Rock of Ages, The Wiz Live, Black Nativity, Prison Song. She's been doing some things. All right, Mary. Mm. Interesting. Should we move on to Ghetto Action News? Wait, you know what? Yeah, Actually, let's move on to Ghetto Action News. I was about to say we didn't really have an Idris rival this episode, but... 
and respect for what you're going through. She was yeah, just... I think we're going to forego it this one time. This one time. Oh, wait, and we will I didn't start even tell you about the second Idris rival that I saw. So Do I'm tell. watching Issa chat it up with Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Cricking my neck because I'm sitting behind none other than the guy who plays Dro. Oh, Sarunas Jackson. Sarunas? 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 Jackson? I don't know. I'm making it up. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know how to pronounce his name. Yo, he's so tall. Oh my god. He's and I'm sitting behind so him and I'm like, my neck is gonna I'm gonna need a cramp, I'm gonna need a cramp, I'm gonna need a cramp. Did we make and him an interest right? No, not yet. Oh, okay. We need to. <laughs> and then I saw, and then I'm like, this guy in the, so there's a part where, um, Issa talks about how your, your, sometimes your fame hasn't caught up yet to your bank account. So mm. people are like, hey, hey, what's up? And you're just like, still trying to right. rub some coins together. Sure. And he, like the three, it was, um, Dro. Yeah. This guy, who I'm about to tell you who it was, and okay. another guy were like very extra and animated when he said that, like putting their hands up, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, knowing, like, like co-signing. Exactly. And I'm like, wait a minute, that guy looks so familiar. That guy looks so familiar. I was like, oh my god, Broderick. <gasps> Broderick Hunter. Broderick Hunter. He was also an interest right. <laughs> He was. I told you. I was in. I had all the I candy this weekend. I can't it with you. Fan fantastic. So I tapped him on the shoulder and I was like, "Are you?" Because he had a hat on. It was backwards. Yeah. And his face. I feel like in the pictures, his face looks longer. Okay. But that skin was so perfect oh, and so those little eyes, almond shaped. And I, I talked him. I would have been. Like, a- are you Broderick? I had to look it up. I was like, "Are you Broderick Hunter?" He's like, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, can I take a picture with you after this? He's like, yeah. So it's over. And I'm thinking he forgot. And he was like, oh, let's take that pic. And I was like, oh, oh really? Oh, that's I was nice. like, can I just tell you, I have a, my cousin and I have a podcast and she's obsessed with Idris. And my job is to find her someone to forget about Idris. And you were that someone. I was like, I'm supposed to find like the hottest black guy to get her mind off of Idris. He was like, oh, that's dope. Oh my God, that's <laughs> I was like, so if you could just take a selfie with me right now, I'd really appreciate it. So I we that took a picture. That is awesome. That is absolutely awesome. How I'm did like, you could not my start face with be this? any oh rounder? My God, this is awesome. But so I so Dro. Yeah. So A, I'm like, I can't pronounce his name. I can't pronounce his Sabrina, name. And I could just right? spell it because I think I texted you at some yeah, point. Yeah, you did. And at first, I told you his Instagram handle as his name, Ronjay, right. which is and stupid. I'm like, no, no, I don't think that's it. Yeah. So, but he's like easily recognizable and everybody's taking pictures with him. Right. And, um, our number one, our other number one fan, Pin was, um, she was like, you need to take a picture with him. And I was Absolutely. like, eh, I don't know. He's a little too popular. Oh, come on. So as we're leaving, he's like right in front of us waiting uh-huh. for the elevator. And I was just like, I want to call you Dro. I go, excuse me. He turns around. I was like, I want to call you Dro. I know that's not your name, <laughs> but. <laughs> And he started laughing, and I was like, let me tell you about this podcast that I have with my cousin. Oh, my God, I love it. I love to, it, love I'm, it, love it. My love job it. is to find her, like, the next up-and-coming hot black guy to make her forget about Idris Rival. Um, excuse me, about Elba. Idris Elba. Yes. And he was like, that's dope as well. He started cracking up, and I was like, do you mind if you take a picture? And Midwin Charles was with me. Was with me. She's like, I want to take a picture, too. So oh there's a picture of the three of us. Yo, I love this but so much. 
I had like the I was hashtag living my best life. I was okay. definitely <laughs> living my best life this weekend. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's totes adorable. He's so tall, isn't he? He's a giant. When I met him, I because I, I took a picture with him as well at the um And I mentioned you. I was like, You actually met her in LA, but I'm sure you don't remember. No, not at all. <laughs> He's like <laughs> Which midget did I take a picture with? Because when <laughs> I was like, small. oh, do you mind if I take, you know, a photo with you? He was like, yeah. I was like, um, maybe you should take it <laughs> because otherwise there's no, he's like, that's okay. I'll come down to you. <laughs> yeah. Someone else took our picture, which is why I also look super round because she did not know my angles. Uh-huh. Plus it was kind of awkward because he's so up there. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, he I was like, I'll come down. Can. We took a selfie, so he was like, I'll, I'll come, come down to you. I'll come breathe your breathe your air down there. Down there. Exactly. But I just remember thinking, my God, he's like over a foot taller than I am. But it's I was, crazy. I was just like, I don't know. I think we've talked about it on the show before, and I was like, Charles mm, okay in person though. I was like, oh, <laughs> hello, you tall drink of water. I know that's what you said before. You were like, I like oh. Drew. <laughs> Yeah, don't remember. He's representing black, the light skin. That's what I. Okay, I was like, I was like, all right, sir, all right. What's his name on the show? Pedro? No, no, it's Alejandro. All right, Alejandro. What's hilarious? I thought it was Pedro this whole time. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was like. I said Alejandro at first, but I was like, no, wait, I don't think that's right. I I just want it to be Pedro. You just want the nickname for Pedro to be Dro. (laughs) It makes sense, doesn't it? It's not crazy. It's It's not. I just think it's hilarious. Because you clearly don't remember that you said that before. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, my memory sucks. I just, it, that feels normal to me. That feels right. It feels right. right. I understand that. I totally get that. It feels right. Oh, but, oh, and I also forgot to mention um, how, or maybe I did mention, but I think it's worth mentioning again, mm. how amazingly swole Michael B. Jordan is. You didn't mention it, but I want to talk about it. He put on Girl. like, what, 15, 20 pounds of muscle for, for Black Panther? And I'm wondering, did he like keep all the muscle that he, he, put, he put on for Creed? Because he right. was like, Rick shithouse and Creed too. There is a video that a snippet that I took and he put it, someone asked a question or she asked a question and he went, put his arm back to scratch his head. Mm, that and arm, let's just right? say I was ducking because I'm like, these guns are going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my like, who, what God. The? Yeah. You know what? That's a solid. You don't have an interest rival this week because Michael B. Jordan is carrying over another week. That's what's happening. He is carrying over another episode. He's worth because, it. Because wow. Wowie, wow, wow, wow. Wowie, wow. <laughs> Yummy in my tummy. As my <laughs> that was gross. But yeah, he was impressive. I am enjoying this recap so much. And he had on these dope ass sneakers, and I felt stupid to ask who where those who were those by. <laughs> Did you ask a question? No, no, because 
So everybody, that's what I was saying that I think it was like an industry thing because everyone was like a writer or a director or a this oh, or a creative. Interesting. So I was legit just going to like, A, ask him how he got so swole <laughs> because he had also talked about how he loved food so much and that if he wasn't acting, he would like do something related to food because he loves oh, food. Oh, so he'd be like a chef? I bet he's in the kitchen chefing it up. Yeah. Honey. And then he shirtless, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Lordy, and then he's Lordy, like, Lordy. "Oh, I don't have time to do this." And I'm just like, "How are you so swole?" Right. God bless you. And who? What sneakers are you wearing? Can you talk to me a little bit about your outfit? <laughs> so I didn't want to seem like the frivolous one, right? Right. Even though right. fashion is creative as well, it is. But, and wasn't know. he in town for New York Fashion Week? He would have told me he answer. Was. True. He now, totally yeah. would. I needed answer. you to like to like back me up. <laughs> Because I was just like, oh, I don't know. Everyone's asking him about his process and his experience. And I just want to know what those kicks were. <laughs> I bet a lot of people were there thinking that, like, okay, this is my opportunity to meet Issa. And maybe she can help me with my project. And Yeah, and all Issa that was stuff. not having it. People I would like be that. like, this is a two-part question. Michael B. Jordan, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And Issa, blah, 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 blah. And she'd, she'd Shut just it down. look at him and be like, just answer. Oh. And then nice. she'd be like, so my answer to your question is no. Because <laughs> this is not about me. Shut it down. Uh, yeah, no. She nice. likes the alcohol, though. Yes. No, I know. The one that I, I, I went to, something that she was doing for, I think, Vulture or something. And they brought her out a glass of champagne just to start it. No, he had tequila and she had the brown brown. Nice. Nice. So, well, it is and when she sip. came out, she said that she had already started. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to judge, That's but she better funny. not turn out to be no body's alcoholic. <laughs> she probably How just needs a little something, something to just get out there. Isn't she like thirty-one or something? Thirty? Okay. No, you know what? I think she's oh. thirty-three, or she's gonna turn thirty-three because this is her Jesus year. What? Jesus year. <laughs> Jesus died when he was thirty-three. So a lot oh. of people call their 33rd year their Jesus year. Yvonne Orgy is the only reason why I know about it, because she turned 33 last year. So she was mm-hmm. calling it her Jesus year. And then I think when it was around Issa's birthday, she called it her Jesus year, too. Yeah, she's 33. I can't remember what I was doing at 33. I'm pretty sure it involved copious amounts of alcohol as well. <laughs> I think I just moved out here. I think about it, or maybe right before. That's so significant. I Had I known it was a Jesus year, I would have did something like I know memorable. I, I'd literally never heard of that. I mean, obviously, I know I, like what year he was reportedly supposed to have died, but I didn't. I've never thought of it that way. So I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he died. Oh, oh my gosh! Definitely need to tell you about this web series that I watched this weekend. It's only seven episodes. I think two, three minutes each episode, but it's called Avant Guardians. And Mm -hmm. so apparently we all have um, guardian angels and she happens to be the guardian angel of the future third black president of the United States. He's like 10 or something like that. How did they let us have two more? (laughs) I know, right? And um, she's a little concerned because something happened with the last person that she was guarding or whatever. So God has sent her to therapy. And so she's in therapy with 
you know, the, the guardian angel therapist or whatever. And they just go through so much. I absolutely love it. I think it's written so cleverly and it's just woke as fuck. I love it. You have to watch it. Mm, it's so good. It yeah, I it's... watched um, Jessica James. Jessica. Oh Jessica yeah. James? The one who was married Did to Luke Cage. It? No, 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 no. That's Jessica Jones. Oh, this is a okay. Netflix thing oh, the that started. The chick from two... Jessica James. The, the chick yeah, from Two Dope Queens. Oh, yeah, I exactly. saw that ages ago. I love that movie. It's a movie? I thought it was supposed to be a series. It was only an hour and some change. Is it done? I think it's a movie. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I actually also really like the guy that's her yeah, love interest that's in got, it. Yeah. I love him. But wait, how come this is just a damn movie? Yeah, it's called like The Incredible Jessica James or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been watching their special on HBO? I was going to start because I needed more of her. I feel like I met her before. Oh, really? Yeah, it's weird. The two dope queens specials that they're doing on HBO. I think it's four specials this month of uh, Black History Month. Hilarious. I could have actually gone to the show, but I was being... Oh, no, the one in Brooklyn? Yeah. Oh, I was actually looking... That's when I was looking to buy tickets for Paw Patrol Live. Oh, and um, I saw it. They had tickets available, but I was like, eh. No, I got to say, Maybe I I'll haven't. think about it. And then I went back and it was sold out. Oh, bummer. <laughs> I haven't finished watching it, but the first one, they actually have like other comedians and stuff come out. And the first woman was hilarious. <laughs> Any ghetto action news besides Quincy fucking Jones? Uh, Cardi. <laughs> Uh, Wait, have you read these two interviews by Quincy yes. Jones? Yeah, I read the one, the Vulture one. Oh my God, you got to read the I GQ one that too. Which one? The GQ one, where he talks about Marlon Brando fucking anything that moves, including a mailbox. He and talks Richard about the, oh maybe, maybe I read the maybe I, that's the one I read because he I talked was, about it in the one I read. I was like, whoa, wait, what? I had no idea Marlon Brando had such a thing. For chocolate. Yeah, well, he's Marlon Brando is biracial. Is he? Uh huh. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. I had he's no biracial. idea. I think he's half black, half. I think his dad was black or something like that. The Richard Pryor one surprised me. But Richard Pryor did so many drugs, he probably didn't even know he was having sex. Well, apparently his wife came out and confirmed it and was like, yeah, he's bi. And yeah, he'd make jokes about it, but it was all true. Yeah. I had no idea. James Baldwin and, um, Marvin Gaye, I can kind of see. Well, Marvin Gaye was a little bit of a surprise, too. I didn't know about that one. Those be the ones. I was like, damn, Quincy. Yeah, he's like, 22 he girlfriends. zero fucks. Zero fucks. Spilling all the tea. All of it. <laughs> all My of God. it. Ugh, and he went on a date with Ivanka Trump. Ugh. And I think he was like 77 at the time and she was like 20 something. People figured out. Oh, gross. So gross. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh, ugh, ugh. But people are like, mm, just because you want to meet Quincy Jones doesn't mean it's a date. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't say that he was dating her. Apparently she wanted to meet him and they went out for like dinner or something. He brought dope. Mm-hmm. He bought dope off of Malcolm X. Really? Detroit Red. Is what oh, he no, was I called at the time. Yeah. Oh yeah, if, yeah. But we knew that from this from his story. Yeah. I mean, I think if you if you you end up reading both of them and you get like a like you're just like 
Good lord, man. He also talked about Michael Jackson stealing music. Yeah, that was kind of a low blow because Michael Jackson can't defend himself. Yeah. I was like, that's trippy. I also didn't know that. Is that true? I mean, we'll never know. Mm. That's what he says. Crazy. So, yeah. who knows? Sorry, you were saying uh, in other ghetto action news would be Cardi B. Oh, how someone thought she was fat. Oh my god, I love that so much. <laughs> she was like, can I fatten peace? She was like, let me fatten peace. <laughs> exactly. Yo, I think I want a t-shirt. <laughs> I definitely, oh my god, that's a great idea. <laughs> I'm not kidding. If I was her, I would start making t-shirts right now. ASAP. <laughs> I thought you were going to mention her at New York Fashion Week. Her outfits have been amazing. Yeah, I mean, she's definitely some great looks for Fashion Week. I love being the head, one of them. Yeah, I love the head wrap that she was wearing the other day when she was sitting next to Anna Wintour. And yeah, that was at um Alexander Wang's show. She was dressed in Alexander Wang. Oh, is that what she was wearing? Was the head wrap Alexander Wang as well? I don't know if he sells it, but mm. I think it was part of the ensemble. I love it. I love yeah, it. it I cute. also like the green... The green suit she was wearing. Suit, yeah. yeah. I didn't like the sunglasses, but the green. I love that green, that Kelly green. That's the, that's the look. Those tiny sunglasses are. That's the Oh, trend. that's in. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> that's in the nail. I yes. like my oversized glasses, but the little ones are making a comeback. Gotcha. Oh, in other news, actually, Carolina Herrera, is, she's retiring. She's no longer going to be a designer. Um I mean, she's passing it on. Oh, really? Uh, she's famous for that. Yeah, she was like, yeah, now fashion. Now it's fashion. Basically, she called the fashion now ugly. I'm going into just looking ugly. Oh, wow. <laughs> Interesting. So she she's like, I'm done. <laughs> she's like, she wow. had a Joan moment. So she's like, well. I'm done. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to leave now. Like, everything is trash. So. Wow. I'll just go out on that note. Okay. That was her attitude. Well, damn. <laughs> Yep. Everyone giving zero fucks these days. I tell you, I mean, once you get a certain age, it's like the word vomit is. Yeah, you're just like I, you know, can give two shits. I mean, literally. <laughs> your time is limited, so you must just let get it, it all off your out. Chest. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right. Well, I guess we should wrap this up. I still can't believe you saw that movie. <laughs> Which one, Zenithes? Yes. I loved it. I mean, here's the thing. With the movie pass, since you can see whatever, I was just like, eh, whatever. I might as well, because there wasn't really that much that I wanted to see. I enjoyed it. Let me tell you, there were parts where I was like, it was gripping. I was at the edge of my seat, like, oh my God, are they going to do this? Is this going to happen? Yeah, man. It was good. I'd go see it again. I would. Hmm. Um, <laughs> all right. So let's wrap this up. Um, our usuals go to our website, whatsheonabout.com, and you'll find links to our Twitter and our Instagram and our Facebook. Our Twitter and Instagram is at the WSOA show. Facebook is what she on about. And you guys, if you could just pop into iTunes podcasts and you could rate or review the show, you could even just rate it. You don't even have to put in a review. You just tap the five stars and send, and it's a beautiful thing. Much appreciated. <laughs> All right. Now, the question is, do we have an earworm to wrap this up? I mean, I kind of want to make it congratulations. Saw the note on yesterday. <laughs> she said today. <laughs> 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 
Recognize the National Day of Mourning. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Just pull yourself together, woman. <sighs> All right. Let me just finish this week of sitting shiver. And I will pull myself together. <sighs> oh, Jesus. Yes. All right. So we're going to end this. <laughs> we are going to end oh, this episode. Jesus. With Vesta's congratulations. It's beyond fitting. We will we'll chat with you guys later. <laughs> bye bye now. Uh toodles.